Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Well, they've done it. Russia invaded the Ukraine. I'm not taking any sides at the moment. I need to study this a lot more. But uh, what I do want to focus on today is how this crisis can affect Israel. How could this Russia-Ukraine crisis affect the state of Israel, the, the people in Israel? And will it add fire to the already disastrous Iranian nuclear deal. Will China now go in and invade Taiwan? Very interesting questions, what, we, what we're seeing here. What will America do? And will America's stature as a superpower now fall? A lot of questions to ask. All right, we're going to be having on Barry Shaw. He's going to be talking to us. He's got a lot of information to share with us and specifically um, honed in and uh, applicable to Israel. So this is going to be a very interesting uh, view and twist on the situation. I want to remind you all that I have started doing video interviews, and I have some doozies. I have to say, this last week I had two amazing interviews. One was with Dennis Prager. And in this interview, he really spelled out the true albeit sometimes ugly truth of the world we live in. You'll hear him assess Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. He says, quote, he's a punk. He's a thug. He's also a communist. But you're going to hear Dennis Prager really belted out. He is on fire, let me tell you. He also says that somebody has been lying to you, either your leadership and the media, and your health ministries, or Dennis Prager himself and others like him. He really lays things out. You've got to watch the interview. Also, an amazing interview with a uh, PLO Fatah sniper who killed people. He actually killed people and battled with them. He also battled with IDF forces. He became a driver for Yasser Arafat as well. And today... He loves Jews. What happened? This is a fascinating story. Go to our webpage at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Click on the videos on the menu and watch them. Hello, I am Walter Bingham. If you want to hear the news behind the news and the true perspective on world affairs, then the Walter Bingham File is the program for you. We bring you interviews with the movers and shakers, political commentaries, and on-the-spot reports of events as they happen. All here every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Israel Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And it's all archived on our website. Make it a date.
All right, we're here at the Tamar Yona Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, and we are going to be looking at the crisis in the Ukraine with Russian forces invading that country. Uh, how is this going to affect Israel? We're going to see what develops there for those two countries and in the wider world, but I specifically want to hone in today on what Israel is might suffer uh, or what results it might see that are going to affect the people here because we are uh, on this earth getting smaller and smaller, more global, more global. And what happens in one place is more likely to affect another place today than it was maybe several years ago. So our guest today is Barry Shaw. He is the International Public Diplomacy Director at the Institute for Strategic Studies. His books include Fighting Hamas, uh, BDS for Idiots, and uh, he's got a lot more. They're all available on Amazon or at your local Stymatsky bookstores here in Israel. And you can visit his website at strategic-israel.org or theviewfromisrael.com. Welcome to the show, Barry Shaw. Thank you, Tamar. Thank you. Well, you have uh, an a lot of information to give us in the show today. And I guess my first uh, question to you would be just to lay down the foundation from the, from the very beginning and why uh, Putin uh, invaded the Ukraine. What was his aim? Um, his aim really started because he saw the meltdown of Western democracy. Uh, this is also under... Um, Biden, who is a very weak leader, and we saw uh, that NATO is a disaster. Uh, I heard the Sultanberg press conference full of blah, blah. Uh, NATO heads have been winding down since the Second World War, and they've left Europe defenseless, and the West is in decay, uh, and the dictators are watching this. Democracy is in retreat domestically in America and globally. Look at woke America, look at Canada, look at Australia, put people in detention camps. Biden poked the Russian bear with his little stick. And now Ukraine is paying the price. And NATO's been fined with its pants down. And the dictators are watching. You know, I have a bit of a metaphor. Um, and I'll tell you about it. I have an image that as we sum up world affairs. I look on Biden as a waiter in the foreign affairs cafe. And he has the bones of uh, Afghan chicken sitting on the floor. And the bones haven't been swept away yet. But already Putin has just been served Ukraine. And yet waiting at another table is Chi of China. Taiwan is on his menu. Kim Jong-un is smiling at the waiter with South Korea on his menu. Incidentally about uh, China, uh, Tamar, I predict that after the... uh, the uh, Winter Olympics, and before my birthday in June, you will see China make a play for Taiwan. So you, so you wait, believe that China uh, will go into Taiwan? Sorry? You, you believe that China will go into Taiwan? They're just waiting. Uh, they, they will make some sort of a, attack mm-hmm. uh, on Taiwan. I don't know what form this is going to take, but they will certainly make a play. Interesting. Because okay. they've watched Afghanistan. They've watched Putin make a fool of uh, Biden, uh, and they'll get into the act. There's no one to stop them, right. um, You know, they don't have Trump to deal with, at least for another three years. Right. Um, But waiting at another table is the Iranian president. 
with Israel written on this menu. And as I say, the dictators are salivizing while watching other dictators play to American and Western weakness. Uh, and that's the situation in right now. And this road is going to lead to Israel. So uh, in terms of the new Iran deal, I want to get on to this quite quickly. I'll come out some of the other background detail of what's going on in Ukraine and why right now. But let's head on to the new Iran deal. And the terms of the new Iran deal are a disaster. Now, I want to ask the question, why did America suddenly want to rush the negotiations to finish uh, within a week or so? And I found the reason for this. And I also discovered some of the terms in the uh, agreement beyond the nuclear items that are quite shocking. Look, first we've been told a lie that the Iranians refuse to sit in the same room with the Americans. So you have in Vienna, in a Viennese hotel, the Iranians in one room with the other negotiators, including Russia, by the way, and the United States are in another room. But that's not strictly true because uh, there have been covert direct negotiations going on between Robert Malley, the United States Special Envoy with Iran. Now, it's strange that his deputy, Richard Nephews, resigned in December and he was citing differences of opinion within the team. So there's things going on within the United States delegation and people are walking away from the uh, United States delegation with negotiations with Iran. Now, you'd be interested to learn that what those difficulties were. By the way, two others resigned because they wanted, in their terms, a tougher negotiating stance by America. This is what behind the scenes or openly uh, top Israeli leaders are talking about without giving us the information. So. That gives you a clue that something's fishy is going on. And the details for Israel are very troubling. Now, let's come on to why are they rushing it? Blinken uh, and Mali are under orders to get a deal done before March the 1st. So what's on March the 1st? March the 1st is the date of the State of the Union address in which Biden needs a foreign policy achievement heading into the United States midterm election season, mm. even if it's a bad deal for Israel. Right. Now, what suddenly poked him was that the uh, Putin woke up, uh, objected or, or defied to defy Biden with his threats of sanctions. Uh, there's a, a Russian word, if any people who know Russian, then it's blat. So if you poke the Russian bear, they will destroy you. So what, what happened here was that Putin said to Biden, you want to impose sanctions on me? We can live without our sanctions. Now you live with what we're going to do. By the way, I want to tell you that part of the uh, inf background information I have, shake an American company, a massive American company called Boeing who produce uh, fighter planes, commercial planes, space uh, technology and things like this. They have a contract worth $9 billion with Russia for titanium, a very rare material. So I would expect uh, Biden, just watch out for this, who say, you want to sanction us 
I'm going to sanction you. No more titanium for Boeing. Nine billion dollars. We'll do a deal instead with China, maybe even Iran. So when you poke that bear, you tend to get back, you know, more punches back than you gave. But in the negotiations, the Russian delegate admitted they're pushing to get the deal, meaning America, admitted that America is pushing to get the deal across the finish line, as he said it, as soon as possible. Now, that can only favor Iran, of course, but it's very bad for Israel, a very bad uh, deal for, for Israel. And now with Biden at war with Putin, the Russians will enjoy watching Americans squeal in, in Vienna. Now, what's in the deal, wait for this, is an estimated $27 billion sanction relief to Iran by Biden. Now, you recall the money that Obama sent off to yep. Iran. Yep, airplanes cash. full of them, yeah. Now, you wouldn't Pallets have thought that, they, that the Americans would go back to appeasing Iran by giving them the money again. Now, what's missing from the deal, by the way, is, and this is the thing that's, that's making the Israeli uh, government and military very angry, is there is nothing in there to prevent the hegemony of the Iranians in the Middle East. In other words, the Republican guards can carry on doing what they're doing in Iraq, in uh, Yemen, in, with uh, Hezbollah, uh, in Syria, all over the place. And they will be given money by the Americans in order to, and half that money at least, is going to go to the Republican guards to supply them with their ballistic missiles and other military equipment that they need. So you'll hear about something like $12 billion of frozen Iranian assets sitting in banks, including South Korea, that will be released by Biden in return for a sanctions relief, if you want to call it that, in return for Iran signing a deal that in the long term they don't have any intention to honor in the first place. Now, this, this money doesn't include additional windfalls that Iran will gain from increased oil sales when sanctions are lifted. So you're going to have Iran supplying oil, and they're going to obviously go to the Ayatollahs and the military. This oil revenue is going to strengthen the Revolutionary Guards, and it's going to save their sinking economy that was sinking because of Trump's sanctions, which means strengthening the grip of the Mullahs have on Iran. Okay, Pierre, you know what? Hold it right there because we have to take a break. When we get back, I want to ask you about the American people and why Biden is doing this. You said that he wants to show some success, but I'm just wondering, if I were uh, in America, I would want to see, I wouldn't care what's happening in the Middle East, Iran, Israel, who cares, Russia, Crimea, um, Ukraine, who cares? I want to know, can I put gas in my tank? How is the inflation, etc.? So we're going to be right back, everybody. Don't go anywhere. Hi, 
everyone. This is Andrea Simento from Jerusalem inviting you to drop everything and join me on my show. Pull up a chair. We'll visit this week's quirky stories, meet fabulous guests, and discover my Israel. Together we'll laugh, shout, and explain the topics that make us say, hey, we've got to talk about that. So get comfortable and pull up a chair with me, Andrea Simento, every Thursday on Israel News Talk Radio. All right, we are back here at the Tamar Yonah Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, and we are talking about, of course, the invasion into the Ukraine by Vladimir Putin's troops, the Russians. What does that have to do with Israel? How could it affect us? And also, by the way, and you anywhere you are on this planet, because as I said, the world is a small place. It's a small world after all, as Walt Disney sings. All right, our guest is Barry Shaw, he is here talking to us about the uh, effects that might happen. And my last question to you, Barry, was you, you were saying that, the, that uh, Biden wants to use this whole um, you know, event and crisis to his advantage in order to impress the Americans because elections will be coming up. And I, I'm saying that if I were sitting in America, I would, wouldn't care what's happening in the Middle East. I wouldn't care what's happening in uh, Russia, the Crimea, Ukraine. It's far away from me. I just want to know, can I fill my, gas, my, my car with gas? How is the, you know, is the inflation going to go down? My standard of living, that's what I want to know. So what's your answer? Okay, well, I'm glad you use the word inflation because as your listeners in America now, uh, they've been paying over the last year an increasing amount of money for their energy costs at home, for filling the, the vehicles with gas and stuff like that. Inflation is going rampant. But I want to tell you, this war that uh, uh, Putin has inflicted is a game saver, they think, uh, in America, in the democratic leadership. Why would I say that? Because what we're seeing here played out is nothing less than cynical politics. I promise you that what you will be hearing Biden talk about after the State of the Union address is that from now on until the midterm elections in November, you are going to hear the Democrats serving media in the United States blame inflation on Putin. It was all Putin's fault. I mean, up till now, they've been blaming everything on Trump. But now the Americans are realizing that the inflation has nothing to do with Trump. It's the bad way that uh, the Biden and his administration is handling the American economy. Mm. So Make another inflation is going to go even higher now that uh, there's a war going on over there. And you're going to hear increasingly the linkage between inflation and Putin, nothing to do with Biden's terrible, both domestic and foreign affairs uh, experience. Okay. What about Israel? Okay, so coming back to Israel, again, but this is where, again, this is where the, um, the Iran deal comes in because it affects Israel. Let me explain something else you don't know about. 
that some that's in the conditions that are outside the nuclear deal but part of the package. And again, this is going to shock you. Behind the scenes, they're trashing out details of a prisoner exchange. <clears throat> and at least four, maybe eight foreigners, including Americans, will be released from Iranian jails. And double or triple that number of Iranian spies will be released from American uh, with jails with minimum publicity. They're going to play up, of course, the release of uh, American uh, uh, people being held in Iranian jail. And they, this is the reason they want to do the deal before the, the 1st of March. The, the clock is ticking for them because Biden wants to announce this from the, the platform of the Congress to tell the Congress that he is a savior and he's released Americans from Iranian jails. What a hero. And he will get standing ovation from the Democrats in Congress about it. It's all cynical politics playing into the upcoming uh, midterm election campaigns. Again, but, explain but the course, connection between the Iran. The, the Iranians are getting huge financial compensation for this. Right. Nothing I, to do with the, they're giving up their nuclear ambitions. They're not. Not as if they're, not, they're giving up their hegemony in wanting to rampage across the Middle East and endangering not only Israel, but the UAE and Saudi Arabia and, and, and others as well. That's going to carry on. But they're getting the money because that's what Iranians demanded of uh, uh, Biden's representatives. If you want these people released, you're going to have to pay us for it. Oh, and by the way, we'll use that money to boost the military arms and weapons, not only of our Republican guards, but of Hamas and Hezbollah as well. So again, we're on the hitting end of this, but it's all part of cynical politics by the Democrat Party and the Biden administration's in Washington, D.C. Okay, I have a question. Uh, explain again how Iran is connected with the crisis in the Ukraine right now. Because, like I said, um, Biden assessed the, uh, sorry, uh, Putin assessed the Biden administration after he watched the mishandling of Afghanistan. He also uh, studied Biden and the administration as the economy in America tanked and prices went up. Uh, he's not the only one looking at this. The Iranian leaders are looking at this. They know this is a wimp in the White House and they're going to exploit it. And they are exploiting it in the new bad nuclear deal. Yaya Lapid. Our foreign minister said just a couple of days ago, and I quote, everybody in their right mind should talk to the administration about this and tell them this deal is just wrong. Now, in response to that, a State Department spokesperson replied and said, listen to this. We believe that diplomacy, alongside consideration with our allies, coordination with our allies in the region is the best way to achieve our goal. That's diplomatic blah, blah. It's not, it's vacuous, incorrect statement. There is no clear coordination with Israel because the Biden administration are not listening to what Israel is telling them. So we've come to a stage here. What's Israel left to do? 
Well, our leaders this last week has been begging the major Jewish organizations in America to lobby their congressional representatives and the White House not to agree to this deal. Now, Bibi said that this new deal is even worse than the last one. I want to surprise you here. This is the only issue that both the former prime minister and the current government have ever agreed on. Bibi this week echoed Lapid by calling on a US Jewish community. They had a delegation over here, American Jewish leaders, and he begged them to put pressure on the current administration. So he had Lapid on one side and Bibi on the other separately telling these visiting American Jewish leaders that I'm telling you that this deal, however the State Department and Biden tried to spin it, is ultimately giving Iran a kosher seal of international approval to develop its nuclear weapons while still threatening its neighbors in the region, particularly Israel. This deal is the greatest danger and existential threat to Israel, and the American negotiators don't care. They're politically investing in pulling something out of the hat, something out of the fire ahead of their November election, even if it means that Israel gets burnt. That's how cynical this is. Votes are more important in America than Israel's security. Tamar, we are in real trouble. Okay, I'm listening to you, and I'm still trying to figure out how Biden, you're saying that on one hand, Biden wants all of this to happen because it's going to be politically favorable to him. On the other hand, I understand that you're saying that Iran is going to take advantage of Biden through this, and that's not going to be good for the United States or Israel. Of course it's not. But they're not the same, again. But then why is Biden doing the, it again? The greatest enemy of, of the United States, not Israel, the greatest enemy of the United States is not Russia, it's not Putin, it's China. Now, China is, is becoming a greater economic power than the United States because the economy in America has sunk in the last year. Ask any American. Even some of those voting Democrat, they will tell you. And with the extra crisis we've got now in the Ukraine, the American economy is going to get even worse. There's going to be more shortage in power. Because I want to tell you, people don't know this, but I can't remember the number. But I think it was something like 250 million gallons of, uh, of oil. Uh, uh, and it comes from Russia into the United States. And that was made worse when your American listeners will know about this. One of the first acts that Biden did was to close the Keystone Pipeline, therefore depriving Americans of necessary fuel and energy. And a week later, he lifted the sanction that Trump put on the Russian Germany, European pipeline, the Nord Sea pipeline. He was the one, Biden, who lifted the sanctions. So you don't have to be a major mathematician or economist to realize that he deprived America of energy and fuel, but he allowed the Russians to give their energy to Europe. 
And now, of course, he was asking the Europeans, especially Germany, to close a spigot. Okay, we have to hold it right there because we have to go to another break. This is all very intriguing. I'm trying to keep track of everything. We're going to be right back, everybody. Shalom, I'm Leah Haroni. Join me on my show, News from the Torah. Each Sunday, we'll use the weekly Torah portion as a prism for understanding the news today. Listen to News from the Torah to gain clarity about the times we're living in and to understand your own spiritual path in the process. News from the Torah, every Sunday on Israel News Talk Radio. All right, we are back here at the Tamar Yonah Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And again, we are looking at what's happening in the Ukraine with Russia invading and how that might affect Israel and also, by the way, other places as well. So our guest is Barry Shaw. And uh, Barry, in the last segment, we were talking about Iran and how Iran is involved in this. And so I'd like you to maybe finish that up and then we can bring this back to uh back to Israel and with America also, where they're falling in in this picture. Yeah, well, as I said, that Iran uh, has got one major ambition, and that is to become a nuclear threshold state. Um, there is nothing in this deal that's going to happen that will prevent them from doing that. On the other hand, basically, all the opposite is true. It's going to give them the timeline to become a nuclear state. And we have to be very worried that if that, this administration in America and the other negotiators over there refused to add in the issues that were missing from the first deal, and that is the Iranian ballistic missile uh, technology, they should have been stopped. That was one. Second, the issues that concerned all the moderate uh, countries in the Middle East, Israel, uh, Abraham Accord, uh, friends now in in uh, Bahrain and the United Arab Emirates, even Saudi Arabia. The incurgency of uh, the Iranian malevolence in our areas and building up bases and missiles. You know that we now are surrounded by 200,000 Iranian missiles, a lot of them very precise missiles on our borders, over our border in Lebanon, over our border in, in Syria, and less sophisticated ones over our southern border with uh, Hamas in Gaza. Um, and if anybody takes any attempt to prevent physically Iran advancing their nuclear ambition, all Iran has to do is ask its proxies to take over uh, attacks against Israel. Its proxies mean the Hezbollah, the Hamas, etc. 200,000 rockets and the new nuclear deal 
still did not address this issue, despite the fact that our Israeli government had been begging them to do it. It comes down to horrible, cynical politics. And we've seen the people of Afghan being victims. We're now seeing the people of Ukraine becoming uh, victims. And Israel will be a victim in the future unless common sense rules against cynical politics at the leadership of the United States government. I'm not hopeful. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to piece all of this together because we're jumping to different, not only different countries, but different continents. (laughs) You've got the Asia and Europe and the United States and the Middle East, etc. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll link it for you. I uh, was asked to talk to a, uh, a Christian group on, online a few days ago. <clears throat> and uh, I want to tell you, a lot of the Christian uh, people are, are more enthusiastic, affirmative supporters of Israel than sadly a lot of the Jewish supporters of Israel who were tend to be our critical supporters. Uh, look, we had a visit here, talk about cynical politics. We had a visit here from a United States Democrat uh, Congress, uh, men and women headed by Nancy Pelosi, who came to Israel. Uh, among the group are people like, uh, probably some people in America might want to hold their noses, people like Adam Schiff and uh, Eric Swalwell, he of with the uh, had this uh, affair with Fang Fang, the, the Chinese spy. Um, Alex Walwell, by the way, gets campaign funds from uh, Kuwait. Nancy Pelosi gets election money and gets funded by a Ukrainian weapons dealer called Igor Pasternak, who holds uh, soirees at his mansion in America. Uh, hosting Nancy Pelosi to help her fundraising as well. So it's cynical politics. We also also know that the Biden family pull out $1 million a year out of Ukraine. Cynical politics. But as I told the, uh, the, the Christian group, it's a strange thing. Uh, Tamar, you know me, I'm less religious than you are. I'm certainly not an Orthodox Jew, but I have my basic principles. And as I told uh, this uh, Christian audience the other day, that straight out of the Bible, there is an expression that I see being played out in our time. The one that says, I will bless those that bless you and I will Uh, curse those that curse you. Now, how did that Bible thing play out in our time? Well, let's take America an example. Obama was a very bad president for Israel. We saw that with the bad nuclear deal. And we saw Obama's final spiteful act as president of the United States as he was walking out the door in the United Nations Security Council uh, uh, Resolution 2334, which said that Jews living in Judea and Samaria was illegal, an international illegality. And what happened in America during his time? You had the rise of the Black Lives Matter. You had social unheaval. The economy tanked. When Trump came in, when Trump came in, suddenly you had a resurrection. This president didn't only say that Jerusalem is Israel's capital. He actually moved the, the embassy there. 
He stood by Israel like no other president did. He went after the Iranians and the Republican guards like no other president did. And what happened to the economy in America? Make America great again. America has the best period of prosperity, employment and security. And now we've got Biden with this bad deal. And what are we seeing with the American economy? It's tanking. And as they start introducing this bad nuclear deal, it's going to tank even more. I will bless those that bless you, and I will curse those that curse you in our days, 2022. Well, if you if you are already mentioning religion, then I'll just weigh in and say, I see what is happening. I don't understand everything yet. I don't know if, because we don't have all the information and what's going through Putin's head, etc. But I see the stage being set for a, a change in this world where uh, it's going to be ripe for the messianic era for people are, are sick. They're, they're seeing the evil and corruption oozing up from the soil with starting with this uh, scamdemic that we had with the coronavirus, seeing the corruption of the pharmaceutical companies and the governments working with the pharmaceutical companies and the media working with uh, the governments. And you're seeing everybody, all this corruption and people are, are waking up and they're choosing, you know what, do I want to listen to man, which is my government, the Tower of Babel people, or do I want to listen to uh, myself and what I know is right and true and honest and, and be on God's side. And I think that people are, are being forced to choose sides because they're seeing what's happening and people have a choice they're going to choose this or choose that and we're seeing the superpowers falling america was once a superpower it's shown weakness and that's why putin is emboldened to go into the ukraine and that's why china is emboldened to uh take perhaps taiwan and and all of what we're seeing happening so that's what i see i see with each catastrophe and crisis, I see it as another step or another birth pang towards the birth of a new era, a baby. Well, I would, uh, I don't know if anybody's leading, le- listening to this, that you could be in any way affected. But we're heading into desperate times right now. And I'm hoping that uh, voices in America, uh, whether it's Jewish organizations, Christian organizations, whether it's individuals who could come together to uh, petition their representatives in Washington not to allow this bad nuclear deal to be signed because it will be another surrender to, uh, t- uh, to the dictators to the of the world. And if you have to rectify the balance of power between democracies and freedom and dictatorships and oppression, it rests, yes, about uh, Taiwan, yes, about uh, Ukraine, but certainly more than ever, Israel, the only democracy in the Middle East. If democracies form everywhere else, it remains Israel, an island of democracy in a very dark world. Last word, Barry, a yes or a no. Do, uh, Israel, um, with all that's happening and how it will affect us, we're going to survive, in your opinion? We have no choice. Israel, uh, Jews have had their back to the wall. We've got our own army. We have our own sciences. I pray that we have the courage to face 
the, uh, the, the issue when it comes. Well, I think that uh, this government um, won't survive it, not with uh, the Arab Muslim Brotherhood as part of the coalition. Uh, we can't even defend ourselves. You know, someone was saying this is a perfect time when, when the world is looking at uh, Russia and the Ukraine for Israel to go in well, and get rid of the terrorists. And I said, uh, no way, because you got the Muslim Brotherhood in the Israeli government now. Uh, they won't let it happen. I have, I have a different approach because... Five seconds. Run- if you, five seconds. Yeah. If Iran hits us with nuclear war, we all die, whether you're Christian, Jewish, or Muslim. Yeah, maybe, but Hashem, God can make uh, the missiles miss or misfire or whatever. But thank you very much, Barry Shaw, for coming on the show. Thank you to all, everybody. You stay safe now and listen to Israel News Talk Radio and watch those video interviews. They're amazing. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.